love when the weather is changing. It's my favorite part when the re- when the weather is transitioning from cold to warm. Right. It's my favorite because that's when you know the days are getting longer. Yep. Sunshine is all. It's always uplifting, right? Yep. I it, noticed yesterday it was like five thirty and it was light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always the best. So I know that the the clocks will be shifting soon, but uh, we're just excited to be back on Pronto talking to all of you and featuring some amazing people. Um, But before we uh, get into that, how have things been? What is new? What is anything coming up? Well, I'm going to graduate Mm -hmm. with the associate's degree in May. Congratulations. I think I mentioned that before, but uh, my classes this semester is... um, email marketing and social media marketing. And Ah. it's really interesting to uh, see the different like Mm -hmm. uh, YouTube and. That's exciting. So you're learning so much about social media and how it's evolving and you have to keep up, right? Because it's, it's sometimes it's stressful, right? I don't know. For me, it's very stressful to keep up with the ever changing social media and all the platforms that are available to you, but it's important to stay informed. So that's good that you're constantly learning about it because with in business, it's important. Uh, Yeah. Because, uh, I I got some really great tips. Like we used to send new clients a letter, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, thanking them for, you know, coming in the salon and they suggest that it's a video. Excellent. We never thought of that. Huh. And we're planning on doing it. Wow. Wow. Well, so look at that for you. Always uh, evolving. Yep. And even Curry Hair, Skin and Nails is evolving with it. But that's good because yep. thanks to you. So speaking of Curry Hair, Skin and Nails, I I love doing this. So when I'm asked to do this, it's a pleasure because I have to try the product. So this is a product highlight. We are featuring Carello Nourishing Hair Mask, a nourishing olive oil mask to deeply moisturize hair. And infused with it's infused with olive oil and lavender, my two favorite ingredients. And it's full of antioxidants, including vitamin E. And it is available at all Curry Hair, Skin and Nails locations as well as online. And I can speak from personal experience that this is one of my favorite hair masks. I I've been using this for I want to say a year now. I've been using this hair mask for a year. I don't use it every single time I wash my hair. You should. Nope. Nope. I I use it maybe like once every couple of weeks, especially when my hair feels really dehydrated. And it's important to pay attention to that. And that's my biggest piece of advice I can give you. And this is not just for female hair, but also men too, right? Right. You know, the men can use this as well for their hair. It's very hydrating, but it's not overly hydrating. And that's what I want to make note is that it's not to the point where your hair is oily, right? Like the next day. And that's what I appreciate about this particular mask is that it just gives your hair the right amount of hydration it needs while leaving it shiny and hydrated. And I think that's what's important about it. And that's what's great about this particular hair mask. So I've been using it for over a year now and I do love how hydrating it is, but not overly hydrating. It smells really nice, yeah, but it's not like a potpourri smell. Yeah. You know, even though it has that lavender, it's very it's gentle. Clean. Right. Yeah. It's a clean and gentle smell, which I think is really great about it. But even the texture, it's not very thin. It's not like a rock. It's just a nice texture where it goes It goes very, um, how would I say, it? it goes smoothly on your hair. And it just evenly distributes throughout your hair. And I really appreciate that because I've tried some nourishing masks or just hair masks before where it's too liquidy, yeah. too, you know, too conditioned, or maybe it's some diluted, who knows. But I, I just know that 
the texture is even real it, nice. It's similar to a skincare product mm -hmm. for your hair. Exactly. Uh, that's a that's a, actually a great way to describe it. Um, how long have you had this product out for uh, everyone? Because I've been using it for a year probably now. Probably like uh, four years. Four years now. Yeah. Excellent. Is it yeah. is it a pop? I mean, to me, it's popular. But yeah. how do people respond it's to popular, it? Popular, especially this location, mm -hmm. Dupont. Mm -hmm. We have steam bowls, and you know, you put the the mask on, and the you know, you put a plastic bag over your hair, mm -hmm. and the steam really you know, sends it deep into your hair. Every, everybody loves it. Well, I don't have one of those at home, but yeah. <laughs> I use the shower steam yeah. and that yeah. still does the job. So I, what I do, and I know that they do give the instructions on the back as a suggestion. What I normally do is I leave it in my hair for about 10 minutes and I massage it and I scalp and, I, and it, then I rinse really well. And I, I've been very happy with the the results. So I highly recommend yeah. that you check out this product. It's a great product to have um, <clears throat> along with all your other hair products. Um, and it, it lasts. It really does last. Yeah. Um, it's uh, offered at all Curry Hair Skin and Nail locations, but also online. Great product. Yeah. Thank you. S speaking of products, we need to talk, Randy. I went, so this is a, this is a Carello by Curry. I know this is an additional product highlight, but I, ha I have to mention this. So this is the Italian Kiss. My favorite. All right. This is my favorite. This is my ultimate favorite product. I, I love giving okay. them away. Okay. Well, let me tell you, I went to go grab my Italian Kiss hydrating lip balm because what I do is I put my lip liner on, then I go to my hydrating lip balm, and then I put my, my uh, lipstick so I have like a whole process and it lasts all day. So I haven't touched up my lips all day. And I've been up since like 5 a.m. this morning. I went to go put it on and look. Oh, done. 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 Finito. Yeah. Make sure you get a new <laughs> one today. Finito. I was so disappointed. I was like, no. Oh, this is another great product. Um, this one's my ultimate favorite one by Corello, the Italian Kiss Hydrating Lip Balm. What I love most about it, not only is it hydrating, but it, it, pairs well with your lipstick if that makes sense so it doesn't roll the both like my lip liner and my lipstick i combine all three so lip liner this lip balm and lipstick i combine all three and it just hydrates my lips my lipstick stays on all day yeah. without a touch-up i mean i have i actually had lunch and, and had a cup of coffee and i still haven't touched up my lips yet yeah. so that's how good this stuff is it's a big seller for us Oh yeah, well, I've, I got I have to restock. Uh, but anyway, um, what else is going on? Because I know you guys have a big event coming up. Let's yeah, talk about that. Um, Hotel Dupont mm -hmm. uh, is uh, hosting a um, uh, event, bridal event, mm -hmm. uh, and we're involved. And we, you know, have set up a room with all things bridal. Uh, cheers to love, and love um, it. you know, we can't wait. Uh, in fact, uh, Molly. Miss Teenage uh, Miss Delaware Teen USA, yeah. Molly Lavelle. It's <laughs> going to model for us. So we're really happy about that. I'm excited yeah. about it. She yeah. was she was thrilled when she received the invitation to make an appearance at this event at Hotel DuPont, which will be on March 3rd. The um, not not the the picture that we're showing right now, but that's just a picture of Molly Lavelle, Miss Delaware Teen USA. And then there's the beautiful Noah Mills, Miss Delaware USA. But cheers to love is an event that's happening at Hotel DuPont on 
March 3rd. And uh, obviously, Curry Hair, Skin and Nails will be there doing their thing and doing what they do best, talking about beauty. Um, but more more so just sharing um, resources and vendors. And, you know, it's predominantly revolved around the luxury wedding event. And I yes. love that. And that's what's, you know, so special about it. But if you haven't had a chance to check out Hotel DuPont, you definitely should. It's iconic. It is considered to be a legendary location in Wilmington, Delaware. So that's the northern part of Delaware for those viewers and listeners that are tuning in and may not know where Hotel DuPont is located in Delaware. It's in Wilmington, Delaware, the most northern part of Delaware. And Hotel DuPont is considered to be iconic. It's been around for so many decades, um, but it is one of the staples in Wilmington. I really, really love the history behind Hotel DuPont and it's a and it's beautiful venue, um, the iconic grand ballroom, yep. the Dewberry room, yep. which is one of my favorite rooms. Um, it just all, it just has such a story and it's rich in history. Um, but Curry Hair, Skin and Nails will be um, a, obviously a part of this huge event. Yep. And Miss Delaware Teen USA, Molly, Molly Lavelle, will be making an appearance um, with the Curry Hair, Skin, and Nails. So thank you for yeah. the invitation to my title holders. They're really excited no, no, no. to be part it's, of it. It's, you know, like not a typical bridal show. Oh, yeah. Like it's mm -hmm. really upscale and, and, you know, lots of uh, takeaways and, you know. March 3rd. That's coming up. Now that I think about it, February, we're at the end this, of February. Yeah, it's coming. Weekend. Yes, it's coming up quickly. So yeah. make sure you uh, check your calendars and make it happen because it's coming up very quickly. I can't believe March is here already. Oh. I, I keep thinking about, oh, we're still, you know, in February, but March is here and it's right around the corner. Um, yeah. Speaking of what's right around the corner, you know what I have coming up? Oh, man. <laughs> I've been seeing it all over. We we had a you had a little glimpse of my flyer, the Miss Delaware USA and the Miss Delaware Teen USA 2024 pageant is coming up on April 28th. We are still accepting applications. So join the sisterhood if you're interested in applying to join the experience and the sisterhood. You can visit MissDelawareUSA.com. Again, applications will be Beautiful. open until the end of March, but we will be closing them early. The pageant is April 28th, so we will be closing our registration earlier than that. So make sure you get your application in. If you know anybody that's interested in joining the sisterhood, share the experience with them. Share this flyer with them. Let them know. Um, we are looking for incredible leaders, women in the community, but a chance to really just come together and make an impact on your community. And that's what it's all about. Yes, it's about building self-confidence and self-esteem, making friends, but also making an impact within your community and speaking what you're most passionate about. And, and this, you know, this experience gives you a platform to do that, to do so. So really excited to offer this opportunity throughout the state of Delaware. Yeah. Um, but if you're interested in sponsoring, we are also looking for sponsorships. You can visit MissDelawareUSA.com if you're interested in sponsoring the event, the uh, the organization, or even the title holders and the contestants. We are open to all suggestions, ideas. Um, so if you're interested, definitely uh, contact us for you know that that making that create incredible partnership. Always looking for sponsors, yeah. but I have to make note: Curry Hair, Skin and Nails. I was just going to say. That. Oh, wait. yes, it, it thank you. It was a really great experience for us. Like yes. these women are incredible. Mm -hmm. Like they're super women. Right? Yeah, they are. They yeah. really are. They are. Uh, they're dynamic, yeah. talented, yeah. smart. Yes, right. beautiful. But I mean, just fascinated with their stories and what right. you can learn from them, but also what they're doing in their community. Right. 
I mean, that's what's best about, that's the best part about it is that all the great women we get to meet and that come together. I mean, Delaware is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, we have some dynamic women in this state yeah. and I'm so honored to have the ability to produce this annual event where I can bring all of these incredible women together to shine yeah. and that's what it's all about and I do appreciate your your um, support Randy no, uh, Curry Hair Skin pleasure. and Nails is a sponsor last year they were able to sponsor um, little gifts to all of the contestants yes the winners, Miss Delaware USA, Noah Mills, and Miss Delaware Teen USA, Molly Lavelle, got to take advantage of uh, all of the incredible sponsorship that uh, Curry Hair, Skin, and Nails was able to uh, provide them, but also the contestants. You were able to gift all of the contestants something to take home with, uh, you know, to take with them. And I thought that was really impactful. So thank yeah. you and to yeah, your team for that. Pleasure for that donation and that support. That's what it's all about. Well, I, I mean, listen, with everything we have going on, I mean, we could talk for hours about what we have going on, but more importantly, let's talk about why we're here and who we're featuring. So our next guest, which I am so thrilled to talk to you about, we are excited to welcome our guest today, businessman, author, and coach, M. Sherm Porter. Descended from a lineage of Navy stalwarts, Sherm Porter embodies the essence of leadership, tenacity, and unparalleled work ethic. After an honorable discharge from the U.S. Navy, Sherm's entrepreneurial proudness led him to establish and helm multiple successful ventures, a commercial cleaning enterprise in 1998, a real estate investment firm in 1999, a catering business in 2008, and in 2020, a coaching and consulting firm for small businesses. But Sherm's legacy isn't just about business. His heart beats for the community, a trait he attributes to his grandfather's wisdom. You must serve the community that sustains you, which is powerful. Yeah. True to this, Sherm has been a beacon of hope at the Sunday Breakfast Mission since 2010, dedicating his time every Thanksgiving Eve and morning to serve over 800 people. Through his catering company, Sherm's Catering, he has championed numerous charitable causes from the Big Brother, Big Sisters of Delaware, Autism of Delaware, Down Syndrome of Delaware, Cigar for Warriors, six college scholarship scholarships presented by E2 Cigar and Sports Bar, sponsoring the Miss Delaware USA and Miss Delaware Teen USA pageant. We love you for that, Sherm. And numerous beef and beer benefits to various community galas. Sherm does it all. Please welcome the awesomeness, Sherm. And Sherm Porter, which I call Sherm. How are you, hey, Sherm? Sherm? I'm great, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm honored. You know, it's it's kind of surreal to hear you guys describe me. You know what I mean? Like, listen to that. And then I was reading it as you guys were doing your thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wow, that's really me. I'm like, you know, oh, that's, and it's, that's it's crazy. It, yeah. Well, you, you earn that. You earn that, Sherman. And it, yeah. I am proud to say that to you because you, you put in the time and you continue to put in the time to earn that opening introduction because you've worked so hard for so many years and you continue to put the work in. Yeah. And that's what I respect about you. And for those of you who don't know, I obviously have a, a friendship with Sherm, with Sherm, excuse me, with Sherm, because he is a an incredible supporter of the Miss Delaware USA and Miss Delaware Teen USA pageant. But we've been friends for years. And I was telling Randy off camera how we met and, and it was, you know, just going back. He's a he's just a, such a great overall person, but community leader. I have to say, Randy, a community leader, he's always giving back 
and always setting the example and the community. And that's something that I admire most about Sherm. So Sherm, let's dive into a couple of things. So your journey to entrepreneurship started at the age of 10 in your parents' garage, repairing bicycles, which by the way, I did not know. I did not know that. So could you tell us about how that journey started and what led you to owning and operating so many successful businesses? So it it all started as my father told me that he was not going to pay for me to be a BMX uh, uh, sports person. So I got into BMX uh, bike racing and he's like, you're going to have to support your own habit. And I was like, so I just started fixing the neighborhood kids bikes, you know, I would flat tires, you know, um, pedals, brakes, stuff like that. Just, just because you had to pay for entry each week for the races. And, uh, it was only like, I don't remember. It's like $20, $30. But, um, I, I stopped, my dad was a a college athlete and played baseball. And I kind of, I did that for a while and then decided that wasn't really what I wanted to do. And I liked the bikes and BMX. So that's kind of how it all started. It was like, he told me no. And I'm like, no, I'm going to figure out a way how to gain. And and he said, as long as I paid for it, he would take me there. So um, it was like a, a dual kind of um, prideful. I have the money. Now you have to take me kind of thing each week to my BMX uh, races down, down off of 72, which is or 71, which is funny, you know, years uh-huh. later. But uh, before that, I was slinging newspapers in Newport when I was eight. So it really started at eight. I probably forgot to put that in there. But, um, you know, it was again, I just, you know, I wanted something. He said no. And we needed a paper, a paper delivery person. And I would take my my wagon and start slinging papers. And then my parents would come around and help me collect from all the uh, because back then the paper boys and paper girls collected. There was no paying the office. You had to go around with little envelopes and you leave them on the door and they would put cash or a check in there and you had to hunt people down. So it was my first sales (laughs) delivery and um, accounts accounts receivable experience. (laughs) An eight-year-old screaming at an adult like, you owe me $18. Like, I don't understand why you're not paying me. So yeah, it was Well, I'm sure that that taught you very well and that set you up for success later on in life because that, I mean, to be able to set that foundation at such an early age. And that's not an easy job. I mean, I couldn't, I could see that, you know, for a young kid, you know, that being difficult, but you figured it out. And I'm sure that it taught you and set you up for the next, you know, hurdle or, or, you know, whatever chapter that was in your life. Oh, here's a great question. I knew someone. Okay. okay, Wait, I got to tell a story before we ask. So so we have a question. Let me, let me say the question and then I got to share. And then you sure I'm going to answer. It only takes a second. I know. I know. know. So how the name Sherm come about. So listen, real quick story before he answers this one, Randy, because it's so funny. I've known Sherm for years. Sherm, long time. Maybe over a decade, maybe longer than that. I lost track, but I've known Sherm for a long time. And our family, you know, our families are close. And I never knew that Sherm wasn't his real name. Okay. So (laughs) he came to the restaurant one time at the VNM Bistro and he dined and he left his credit card. And he had just walked out and I went to grab his checkbook and I saw that he left his credit card. And I was like, oh, Sherm left his card. But I looked at the card and it didn't say Sherm. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a second, Sherm, this, what's your name? <laughs> so Sherm, please tell us the story about your name. All right. So I'm going to give you the really short version because we only have so much time. But I, I worked at Cynthia's. Um, so I started in the culinary business and I was at Alex's. Then I went to Cynthia's and I was only 19 years old. So I was really young. 
and most of the chefs and major d's and all the, they were much older and i used to ask a ton of questions because i my parents we never went to fine dining restaurants you know we went to the you know the local restaurants you would go to but nothing ever fine dining so i asked a thousand questions all the time so um <laughs> I was in the kitchen one night and the maitre d' and the head chef were partaking in the evenings of beverages as, as normal. And all of a sudden they started calling me Sherman. And I, so my given name is Michael for everyone out there listening to this. So Michael in my age group, there's probably 15 in every class. You know, you have Michael, John, Mark, you know, just because of our age group, it was a lot of Catholic names. And Michael was one of them that there was probably at least five in every class. So I was always a character and I always had some type of nickname. So they started calling me Sherman and I had, had no, I mean, literally no idea, but I was making so much money <laughs> as a server there that I could care less what they called me. Yeah. And I just kept going in and out. Well, about a month into this, one of the servers came down and said, hey, do you know what, why they're calling you Sherman? I, and I said the same thing. I'm like, I don't care. I was like, as long as they don't fire me, they can call me whatever they want to call me. As long as the order's coming in and out and I'm making the money I'm making, I don't care. He goes, it's Sherman from Sherman and Peabody. And I was like, huh? And I was like, wait a minute. Isn't that the cartoon with the dog? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, who's Sherman? <laughs> because I had known the cartoon, but I didn't really know. It was like just like outside of my reach as, as a cartoon that I watched. And he's like, well, Sherman's the kid. And I'm like, oh, Okay. I was like, as long as I'm not the dog, I'm okay with that. But then obviously reading later on, the dog is the professor and the kid, you know, but that, that's how I, cause I was asking a lot of questions and, you know, and it, it just stuck. And then it went from Sherman and then they gave me all kinds of other things. And then it just shortened down to Sherm. And that's kind of what I stuck with. So a, a follow-up funny story is when I applied to be a state police officer coming out of the Navy, because I had four friends that were doing it and they're like, Hey, let's all, go to the same class together. I had to put Sherm down as an alias, like, because there were four superior court judges from Cynthia's that only knew me as Sherm, as Vincenzo would tell you, they never knew my real name was Michael. And the other funny story is my mom called in one time asking for Michael and the, and the, um, host is like, there's no Michael that works here. So now you have to remember, I worked at Cynthia's in 1992. There were no cell phones, only pagers, so when I got home, the wrath that I got, what do you mean you work at Cynthia's? I called there. They didn't say, you, you know, there's yeah. no Michael that works there. I'm like, mom, how many times do I have to tell you? They call me Sherm there. She goes, I don't know what the hell that is, but we're not, I'm not calling yeah. you Sherm. No. So it was just funny. It was, right, right. Yeah, and I, was, was, I had no idea, but it was so funny because I yeah. we were, were so close to Sherm and his family and just my entire family. And we had no idea until he told me the story. And I said, well, Sherm, it's who you are because yeah. his, his, he has his catering business. It's called Sherm's Catering. Right. And it's a, it's a part of his brand and who yes. he is. And he's known to, you know, as Sherm to everyone, as I, you can see, yep, Sherm's I love Catering. It. I love And Sherm. that's what he's he's known as. And yes, the your family and your very close friends call you Michael, um, which I yeah. do hear. And I'm, I always yeah. am like, wait a second. Is who it, are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who are you talking to? This is Sherm. But anyway, that yeah, everyone always asks. So I think it's so funny that one of our listeners uh, asked that question. But, um, you know, going back to what you've done, for the community, it's clear as day that you have a heart to serve your community and help those around you. So tell us what philanthropy means to you and, um, you know, why you've made it such a huge part of your life. So my grandfather, I mean, you know, getting back to you, to the introduction, my grandfather really, he was, he gave a lot to the church and, and his community. 
And I'd always ask why, you know, I was young. I didn't understand. I'm like, why do you, you know, do so much? And he was like, because this is the community gave me so much. And Mm. as much as I'm not as religious as he was, I I got it though. You know what I mean? Like as, as the community and, and helping out and why we do, because the more we help each other, the better the community is, you know, like, and and it's, it doesn't have to be grand. You don't have to make grand gestures. It's just little things here and there, you know, like the new thing, like pay it forward where you're in a store and you buy somebody's drink in front of you, like just try to make it a little bit nicer every day for the people that are around you. And you don't have to know the people, you know what I mean? Just help them. And most of this, most of my philanthropy to, to be absolutely honest, if you run down these lists, were not my idea. I had really good friends that had a very deep passion for the big brothers and big sisters for autism, Delaware, for um, down syndrome, like all that, like it was just, they came to me and then I saw what they were doing and I said, okay, let me help. And Mm -hmm. so this wasn't, there weren't my grand gestures to help them. It was, I saw what was going on and I said, you know, this is pretty cool what you're doing. How can I help? You know, like Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know most of this, but how can I help in my way? And, yeah. you know, most of the time it was a beef and beer. You know, when I was at Christiana Memorial Hall, we probably did 40 beef and beers a year for right. all kinds of different charities. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was my way to help out. You know, it was a very discounted rate. You could get in, you could raise a lot of money for, you know, your significant other that was going through something or your charity that you, you know, near and dear to your. And, and then through the, through the time, that's how I got involved with autism in Delaware, you know, where, um, Easter Seals asked me to do some things for some students they had and some of their, their clients. And, and then it led into um, Christina school district and interning um, students from there. And then autism Delaware asked me to help. And then that's how we got, you know, the employee we have now that Vincent and I used to have a really good friend that was one of the caseworkers. Like, so that's, you know, kind of all had together. So, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've, we've yeah. had employees that have some type of, um, disability for over 10 years at germs catering, you know, where mm-hmm. we, we find ways to employ, you know, um, the people from certain organizations that have the, the skills to do it, but they're, you know, they're, they may be, they're in a box of skills and you have to help them in that box of skills. And my head chef, his son, his brother has down. So it, it all worked. I mean, I guess, you know, sometimes things just work out the way they do where mm-hmm. we all understood, you know, I mean, it wasn't a, a huge learning curve. It was just, a small learning curve because we understood the situation. I mean, my head chef's brother works there uh, part-time every weekend. And that's how that happened. Because once we did one and I'm like, well, why don't he, well, you know, he needs to work too and make money. So let's yeah. let him come in. You know, so it was like, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's always a story and it's always like, it was someone else's idea that I t- took and said, okay, how can I, how can I help? And you yeah. do, and you do continue yeah. to help. And I, I can um, attest to this because knowing Sherm for as long as I have, I, I see how he interacts with the community and how he supports multiple nonprofit organizations. And that was another reason why I, I had partnered up with Sherm when I became the executive state director for Miss Delaware USA, Miss Delaware Teen USA. And I asked Sherm, would you be interested in helping and supporting an organization that empowers women? Because I know that you already have a generous heart. You already give back. And, and while again, I wouldn't, I've never been upset if he said he couldn't at this time, which I do understand, but he's like, he always is like, what do you need? What can I do to help? And that's the same response he gives 
I mean, obviously we have a friendship, but he gives that, he gives that response to anyone that asks, Hey, what can I do to help? I think that's a trait of a lot of successful people. Mm -hmm. I I have a son with Down syndrome. So I thank you for your support. Yeah, I know. And, and we appreciate it, Sherman, that you continue to help those with disabilities in your workplace because, you know, we all know that it can be challenging for individuals that may, you know, may learn differently. And you take the time to train them and teach them a skill set, especially, especially at your catering business, that, you know, those are skills that they can apply in their everyday life, learning how to to cook, but also being able to prepare a meal, prepare uh, food for an event. Those are skills that they could take with them in their everyday life. And you're, you're able to teach them these skills and your staff is able to work with them. And they're learning not only just how to cook, we could say, but also how to interact with others and how to teamwork communication. And it takes, you know, may take time, but Sherm does that at his, um, his, uh, workplace with all of his employees. I know this because we had, we have a mutual friend, um, that she's no longer with us now, but we, we had a, a mutual friend. Um, she had passed away last year, but she was in charge of autism Delaware, or she was one of the leaders, uh, leader. She had held a leadership position at autism Delaware and, and she, um, Again, she was our she was another connection yeah. that we had with um, Autism Delaware, Sherm and I, but also her. And and she would tell me what Sherm's employees and Sherm would do for these individuals, these participants, I believe they would call them, you know, participants that were part of Autism Delaware to help them find work, meaningful employment, and learn skills in a way that they felt valued. And that's priceless. It really is priceless. So Sherm, I know that you um you are you do so much and i know that i want to just i want to just uh like kind of jump in real quick i know i'm sorry i don't mean but i and i want to give a plug for this um because here's the thing i didn't know about this until i knew about this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i didn't know this was available you know the every every um future employee coming from the programs and there's multiple programs in the state of Delaware that do this, not just autism, Delaware, um, there's thrive and there's power and there's, um, there's multiple ones. I, I can't remember when, when you push me like this, I'll forget all the things the wheel and the cart slows down kind of thing in the head, but there's <laughs> multiple organizations that are looking for employers for everyday tasks. You know what I mean? Like it may just be scanning documents. It may be just helping take the trash out and they'll come with a social, um, I hate to use the word. So it's a, it's an employment, um, an employment, uh, coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate using the word social worker. It's not a social worker. It's an employment coach that comes and helps yes. them. It essentially get, is. A coach. Right. Mm-hmm. And they get acclimated and they stay there until you're comfortable mm-hmm. and the new employees comfortable. And that could be three weeks. That could be six months. It could be a year. You know what I mean? But they'll keep them there and they'll help them get acclimated and they'll help you like learn the language to teach them Mm -hmm. the skills so they can do it on their, because everyone evolves in a different level of learning. So you have to help them and they know them best to help them get you there. So I just, I just want to plug that because we did mention this and I, and I, you know, they're always looking for more, um, employers. And because there's three of us here that are employer, employers, I, I just want to, and there's probably other people that are watching this. That are employ- Please, if you have some skills that, that are repetitive or, 
you know, what other people don't like to do, I promise these are probably the best people you'll ever hire mm -hmm. for those type of tasks because they love the repetitive tasks. They love the thing that they have to keep doing, 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 doing versus something new every day. They don't like new environments. They don't like things to change. They want something that's the same task every single time. So mm -hmm. again, yeah, no, and I'm glad you highlighted that. There's yes. so many different nonprofit organizations throughout the state of Delaware that offer that, you know, that support. Um, and then I love, and I learned, I, I learned about it because Sherm introduced me to this program. I had, I didn't know. And again, this is giving back to the community right. and learning. But one thing about Sherm that I have to make note of, and, I, and is that you're always learning something new. And I think it's only, uh, I guess it would only make sense that you have a book about, you know, teach it, your teachings. And I think that's what, you know, if anybody that knows, Sherm knows that he's a great storyteller, but he also has so much knowledge and wisdom to give. And that leads me to his book. I own a copy of it, Destination Success, Eight Mindset Hacks for Every Entrepreneur by M. Sherm Porter. <laughs> you know, right? I got to put M in there, Sherm. But I have this book and it is signed by Sherm, by the way, just so you know, I have his his autograph um, because that was the first thing I did when I got the book. I made sure I, I placed that order. I think you can order it on Amazon, right, Sherm? You can. You yep. absolutely can. Yep. You can order it on Amazon. Um, and I play, well, as soon as I placed that order, I told Sherm, Sherm, you got to sign it. I want, I want an autograph. And, um, but absolutely. it's a great, and it's a great a, book. I have a question, Sherm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Find the time. <laughs> so here's, so here's the thing you're talking about learning and, and, when we started, when you and I started, you know, you started probably before I did, there really wasn't a whole lot. Of, there, there wasn't this out here. We couldn't create a podcast mm -hmm. and help people. We couldn't get on YouTube or Google and search entrepreneur. And how do we, how do we find mm -hmm. money? How do we do networking? How do we do marketing, social media? Mm -hmm. Like none of that was really out there. So when you asked the question, the people that had the gold bar that were doing business, they didn't like to talk about it because it was like, it was like a rite of passage that they own the business and they had been in business for so long and they went through the same struggles that we were going through. And I used to sit down there and I was looking and looking and looking. And then once the internet started, I started looking for places where I could surround myself with people that thought like me, that mm. were acting like me, that wanted same and similar things like me, because there's not a lot of people like that around. You know, yes, Delaware is a small community and there's a lot of small businesses in Delaware, probably more than most places because of what we do here in Delaware. But still, like I wanted to surround and I wanted to learn, like, how do I learn better? It, mm -hmm. It's not that you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, but there's there's a time and a place when you hear it and you hear it the right way. And that's going to be around a whole group of people that are and with a consistent message mm -hmm. and uh <laughs> Becky, we're still waiting for book two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. All right, so, now that you're on the it, spot, firm. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so I joined this group out in Texas, and he's a, a national and international uh, business networking. And and we would, I was telling stories to a bunch of his salespeople in Texas at one of the seminars, and they started like, "Hey, we have to write books because you have to write a book to help advertise that you're." you know, going to be coaching that you're going to be helping people. And the best way to do it is write a book. Mm. And I went, Oh man, I was like, if there's anything that I'm horrible at, it's writing, grammar, writing, spelling, all that kind of, I'm like serious. And he <laughs> go, yup. And you have until next February to do it. Now this is in the midst of the pandemic. So amongst, you know, 
the 14 hour days with PPP and everything with the state opening and closing because we're a catering company. I, I found time to, <laughs> to write a book. You made and use of your time, right? Well, what it happened, we started a podcast. Um, a friend of mine and I, so we started just like talking about business, like to kind of, mm. um, kind of off, you know, the stress of the day of trying to make sure that we're keeping our business up and running. And we started just like, Hey, and we'd have questions and, friends would ask me questions and we would do it on the podcast just and then we started searching like entrepreneur and other magazines and they would have articles and we would start writing and next thing you know you know i was sitting at the cigar cigar lounge one night where we do solve all the world's problems um at the cigar lounge <laughs> <laughs> i promise you that and there's an eclectic group of people there it's not all one side and we can solve if everybody sat down in the cigar lounge locked the doors lit up started <laughs> drinking scotch and started smoking cigars all the problems that we and every and all is welcome by the way there are everyone's welcome women there yeah women it doesn't matter everything yeah so, if you don't mind the smell of yeah. cigars it's, yeah it really but, uh, is a great way to connect and network you're right i, I can't see you no no i am no 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 no, no. she's I, I walks by and and everybody's like is that the And I'm like, yeah. How do you know her? Don't worry about that. Let's just come and get on. And then I, I keep walking. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Sherm. You so, make a really good point about that environment too. That right. you know, you could solve so much. But going back to your but, podcast, yeah, right. So, yeah. so it, it all led to like, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm already doing it. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm speaking the book. So then I just took my podcast. We had, we mm -hmm. had 14 episodes. And I took the, the episodes that I like, I gave them to Rev. I let Rev dictate them back into words. And then I took it and I sent it to um, a, uh, a person that helps write. And um, the, uh, I forget her mm -hmm. title, but she helps book writers write. So she fixed some things and I added my personal stuff and we went back and forth and back and forth. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, I had a book and I was like, I can't believe I just did this. Like, I, oh my goodness. So I was only one week short or longer than my deadline. I was supposed to have it um, published by February, I think first. And I think it published on the eighth or ninth, but I, I was, I was very proud of myself that I, and it's an easy read book. It's, it's a hundred pages. I, I have like, if you go through each chapter, I have um, like just little spots for you to, uh, to um, like take notes. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, you know, I speak and I write the same way. There's, there's, this isn't, you know, high level vocabulary. This is just me telling you, Hey, look, you know, if you want to do this, mm -hmm. you know, it just takes a little persistence. You know, you have to, you know, let, listen to no one but yourself and let everything else, like just let it go numb until you get to a certain point. And if you need help, we're all here to help you. The problem mm -hmm. is most people are so intimidated by talking to someone like us that has multiple years in businesses or multiple businesses, so they're, they're scared to ask us as if we're going to tell them no. But the answer, and I, and I guarantee if I asked either one of you, the answer is, you know what, I'd rather help you not have the problems I had and help you get through it versus watching you suffer. Because I didn't like it when I had to do it. Like I didn't like it when I got ran over or punched in the face or whatever else happened, you know, figuratively in the situation. Like, mm -hmm. why would I want to watch you do that? And we, I would sit there in the cigar lounge and listen to my friends that own businesses. And, and, and I'm like, dude, why are you constantly putting yourself in that same situation? Mm -hmm. Here's your answer. Here's your fix. You know, mm -hmm. like you should write a book. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then, you know, it did, but that was like the whole you know, getting up to it part was mm -hmm. like, 
we're here to help each other. Like, just ask. You know, I sat in front of a guy that lent the money for small business for almost two years. And you know, the, you know whose fault it was that I didn't ask him what he did? Mine. Mm. I sat literally across the, the, the chair from him, smoking and drinking, and I never asked him what he did. And as soon as I asked him, he helped, he solved my problem in six months because <laughs> I needed to buy out my partners and my, you know, my, my silent investors. You know how that is. You start to grow and you need money. The bank says no. So you find, you know, stupid friends and say yes. <laughs> and now they don't want to be investors anymore. So now you have to go back to the bank. And, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> what? I what can't if, believe you're sitting there the whole time. Like, you know, but, you know, that's that's what happens. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't answer the right questions. What advice would you give a young person opening a business? Mm. Like, number one you know, advice. The, the first piece of advice is um, put your five-part harness on because it's going to be a ride. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And know that the brand new shiny car that you just bought is going to be, it's going to look like you were in the, in the, the derby <laughs> at the end of it. Like, because you're going to take a lot of dents and things. Uh -huh. You're going to get sideswiped. You're going to get jackknifed. <laughs> but as long as you have your helmet on and your five point harness, you're holding on that steering wheel, you're going to keep going. You know what I mean? Like that. And that's what it is. Like, it's a good description. I've never used that description, but it's a good description. It's a like, great description. That, that like, you know, <laughs> things are going to come at you a thousand miles an hour and mm -hmm. it's okay. Like, it'll be okay. Take a deep breath. And understand, I you know, I listen to a lot of a lot of um, podcasts and things like that on YouTube because the biggest hurdle that most of us and me specifically is the biggest hurdle is the six inches between these two things right here. Mm -hmm. Because you tell yourself you can't do it. You tell yourself that whatever they said was right. And nine times out of ten, it's not. It's just it's your mind, which is unfortunately programmed to save you from hardship save mm -hmm. you from pain same and and really all it is is you just have to go a little bit further and the pain will be over because it's an experience that you have to go through to yeah. get through and right. most people don't understand that like it's oh my god this is really hard yeah if it was easy everybody be doing it Thank who would you. have a job you know what i mean like yeah. you know it, it's it, yeah it's really hard i tell everybody all the time i'm like if you're not ready to get punched in the face and thrown out of a, a two-story building, this is probably not for you. It's not for the faint of mm -hmm. heart. Like, there's a lot of things. And it, again, you're figuratively speaking. Yeah, but, figuratively you speaking. Know, you know, we, it, but that's what I love most about Sherm's advice because I, as a small business owner and as a, even as a female in a, a male-dominant industry, I, I actually go to Sherm for advice often because I know that he'll be He'll be honest with me. And sometimes you need to hear that honesty from, a, you know, even in, I may not like it, but I need that honesty. And I know that I could trust his, his advice and his, you know, obviously support, you know, more importantly, the support that you give, you know, me and in uh, the restaurant industry, you know, it's, sure. I appreciate that. And I value that tremendously, but you know, there are times that, you know, I need advice and I don't know it all. I mean, who, we don't all of us, we, you know, I, you I don't know it all. Right. I, I don't know it all, but right. I know what I learned. And right. I know that the 90% of what I learned mm -hmm. will help you because you're going to go through it. Like mm -hmm. I, what I went through, you're going to go through. And, you know, I was stubborn. I mean, you, you talk about my father and the less he learned about me being persistent and, and he taught me being stubborn. Mm -hmm. And sometimes stubborn isn't always persistent. And you have to understand that. Like I would... <laughs> I would go to the mountain on purpose just to tell somebody else they were wrong, even while I knew they were probably right. 
and I would try to make it work. And I made it work. I, I'm telling you, I made it work, even though it was the wrong way to do things. Mm-hmm. And, and because I was stubborn and I tell people, look, I, you know, me helping Vincenza doesn't, there's no, there's no positive or negative. The positive is she's a friend and I would never want her to fail. So the advice I'm going to give is here's how I see it. And that's mm-hmm. the advice I give. I never tell you, you have to do this way, mm-hmm. but I say, well, here, did you think about this? Did you think about this? And did you think about this? Because only you know you and your situation the best. I'm right. just saying from an outsider looking in that I don't have, I don't have any feelings. I have zero invested in it. But if I were to do this, here's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Because all businesses run the same. I don't care if you're walking dogs or you're a catering company or you're out there laying brick. Running a business is all the same. Now, the instruments you use to make money is different. And everybody understands that, you know, whether you're, you're doing hair or you're running a restaurant, you're running a catering company, you know, like those are the minute details that make you good or bad. But the business part is all the same. You need money. You have to pay the bills. You have to pay the employees. You have to file your taxes. You have all that kind of stuff. That's all the same. Mm-hmm. And that's the things that we don't know. You know, you're a great, you're a great hairstylist. Well, you probably didn't know anything about payroll or accounting or anything. So funny story. <laughs> I this lawn in, when I was 22 years old and I was cutting some guy's hair two years after opening. And he said, who's your workman compensation with? And I said, what's that? Mm. <laughs> right. I didn't know. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's important to have a will Right. And you'll find a way. Right? <laughs> right. Well, we, I, I agree with that 100%. Like I always tell everybody, well, jump in, jump off, jump off first, make the parachute as you're landing. Right. Like, because the hardest part is taking that first step. Yes, it is. Very you know true. what I mean? Like, because you're going to, you're going to second guess yourself mm-hmm. a thousand times before you take that first step. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? And the, the hardest part mm-hmm. is taking that first step. So if you're willing to take that step, take it. And then you're going to learn all the way down all the things right. that, you didn't know because it's going to, it comes quick, you know, yes. like fortunately for you, two years happened and the things didn't happen. I opened up the cater or the cater company. We had a, the County and I had taken on another partner and said, Hey, we got to do this all C Corp way. And I said, okay. And we had a huge insurance policy. And unfortunately one of my employees got very, very hurt. They had, they had third degree burns on 40% of their body because wow. they slipped on some hot oil. And, but we were taken care of because he said, you know, and like I said, you learn from every in, um, interaction. And that was my interaction. Like, look, you can't play around. You're not a small company anymore. You're working for the state. You're working for the county. You know, I don't know how it fell through the crack, but it did. And he and he was like, no, we're getting, we're serious. If you want me part, we're serious. This is going to be a serious business. No more mom and pa stuff. And you're always in, in every situation, whether it's good or bad, whether you meet the people, good or bad, you learn from every situation. Something. Right. And you should look to take away something, even if it was a bad situation that you left and you go, okay, so here's what I learned from that. I learned that if we do this, we get that. And I don't want that. So now I know don't do this because I don't want that. So we won't do that again. You know what I mean? Like that's the biggest thing, you know? And and, and just to kind of um, interject, cause you, you brought up something that just want, I wanted to make note of this and I know that I'm looking at the time and I'm like, wow, well, we're really yeah. getting through this interview. Which oh, is, I'm which sorry. Is, oh no, this is great. <laughs> this, is, this is valuable information, Sherm, that you're sharing with our viewers and listeners that, you know, just kind of gives them a little glimpse of what you offer, what support mm-hmm. you offer. Obviously your book is all of your knowledge put in, you know, put on that piece of paper, but also your, 
you know, ways that they can contact you and even just hire you as a consultant, maybe, you know, a business consultant. But I have to, you know, I wanted to read this passage from your book um, because you you mentioned first steps and I really, uh, you know, this resonated with me. Okay. So just a little taste I like to to give, um, you know, from his book. When developing and implementing a system in your business, the first step is to evaluate the current procedures you have in place. If you are just starting a business or only have an idea in your mind, you already have a system in place, whether you know it or not. So do you have a vision of how you want to run things? Then have a preliminary outline. And obviously, you know, just to talk about the first step, because you mentioned it, obviously, and, yeah. and that's half the battle is taking is. the first step and, and having the courage to do it. And yeah. you're right. You know, once you get through that hurdle of, you know, taking the first step, then you, you know, you got to go through the hardships, right? You got to go yes. through the obstacles, the roller coaster, I like to call it. Sink oh, or swim, sweet. right? Sink or swim. And yeah. the key is to keep on swimming. Um, all right. So a couple of other things I wanted, I wanted to just kind of chat about. So let's just go back to your podcast real quick. So tell us a little bit how, you know, we can follow you or listen to your podcast. When do you air it? How can we, you know, we tune in and, you know, what to look what to expect. So- so our channel is on both uh, Facebook and on YouTube under Destination Success. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, uh, I've been a little lackadaisical about the weekly things. We're going to get back started um, with the weekly. And some of it's just a nugget for me. Sometimes I'm interviewing local business people. Sometimes I'm interviewing national business people. Because as I mentioned earlier with my relationship with that national um, coaching company, I bring on some of my friends from out all over the, all over the country. And we just go and we just talk like we did today. Like there was an outline, but you know, we shot that one a shotgun. There's holes all over it, but you know, like we just go into something and you know, we start talking like, and I always ask them like, so what lesson did you learn? Like what, what was one of the lessons that you was hard because everyone's lessons are different. And right. again, it's always hearing it in a different voice at a different time. And, and it, it, you know, to hear it resonate, you know, I get things all the time just from listening, like I said, to YouTube and, and some of the motivational guys and some of the, um, the people in business, but that's, that's what it's about. I just, I want to help people just understand, and you don't have to be in business to listen to this. Mm-hmm. You should have goals in your personal life, whether you're in business or not. And most people are like, Oh, you know, no, you should just have a direction sitting out in the ocean with a paddle and sitting on, on a, on a life raft is going to get you nowhere. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a direction of where you want to go. Now, we as in the business community, we always say we should have big, huge goals. And then, you know, if you shoot and miss, it comes in low. It's still a great, a great end. But you should do it personally. Like put some things down, you know, say, hey, this is where I want to be next year. This is what I want to do next year. You know, mm-hmm. and it can't be just in business. You have to have equilibrium between spiritual um, business, family, fitness, fun, you know, you have to have all the categories, you know, we do it at home with Kim and I, um, you know, we plan out that we're going to go on four or five trips you know, every year. Well, you say that and you're like, wow, he must have a lot of money. I didn't say how long the trips are. Mm-hmm. You know, we do long weekends here and there, you know what I mean? Like we do one week, you know, for my birthday, we do a week for her birthday. Then we take four or five weekend trips. And then in the summer, we try to take one or two weeks to do like a vacation, but schedule that out, you know, like have it down on paper. The second biggest thing that we don't do and communicate with each other is date night. 
you know, mm-hmm. especially for entrepreneurs, because we get so tunnel vision that we forget, we think we take advantage that they're going to be there and stay there. And you got to schedule date nights yeah. so that you get that one-on-one time. And when you do that, you take this thing, you put it down. Thank you. You put it in a drawer, you do whatever yeah. you got to do. Yeah. It's only, it's only an hour or two. That's you know, right. like just if it's, if it's that, that much of an emergency, your system sucks. Okay, let me just tell you that right now. Like, you need to rework that system first. There's a realness coming. Right <laughs> but but so- the point is, you know what I mean? Like put it down and spend eye-to-eye contact. Be mm-hmm. in the presence of everyone. And you don't have to be a business owner to be that way. You, I mean, we see it all the time. And Genji, you go out to dinner and everybody's like this. I hate it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I hate it. I you're hate spending a hundred dollars or $150 for yep. two of you eat dinner and you haven't said two words to each other. They're on their cell phones. Yeah. I see so it often, just, but it's good yeah, advice, Sherm. It's yeah. very yeah, good. Advice. Like, Not only are you a business coach or a relationship coach for small uh, business owners. <laughs> I'm still working on the relationship. <laughs> no, but for small business owners, there's a difference. Yeah, but, okay. But, yeah. Because owning, being an entrepreneur and owning a small business, it consumes you. you and if you want it to does. be successful, you have to put the time in. So right. where you have to, you know, take away time from other things, but you're right. You make a good point. I, I disagree with taking that. away time. What I agree mm-hmm. with is scheduling. Mm-hmm. You schedule everything. You're not taking time away. Mm-hmm. You schedule that this is a priority. You schedule that this is a priority and you schedule this is a priority. We waste so much time in 24 hours, right. like <laughs> as people. We do. I mean, think about how much you're on Facebook or or yeah. uh, TikTok or watching. You know, uh, sitting there and streaming your local favorite thing for three hours. Like, just schedule what's important. I'm not saying you can't watch TV. I'm not saying you can't. You know, just sit on a couch and kind of like, you know, meditate in your way, whether it is watching soaps or whatever that is. But like, schedule the things that are important first, mm-hmm. then go to all the things that aren't so important. Like if you waste an hour watching your, you know, the latest version of something on um, <clears throat> uh, any one of the streaming channels, you know, like it's not a big deal because you scheduled the one-on-one time with your significant other or your children or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like Even friends. Yeah. Fr- yeah. Friends time. Same thing. Make sure you're right. going out hanging with your friends. Like That's don't important. give things up. Schedule it appropriate. And yes. sometimes you can multitask that where you're going out with your friends and your significant other. And it happens to be in the same place where you know that there's going to be somebody there that you want to do business with. So, I mean, who doesn't like to do business with people they know, love, and, and want to, you know, like that. So you're there and go, wow, we all have something in common. And then bam, you got the business. Like you can sometimes do multiple things in one trip, but again, make sure you spend that one-on-one time with your kids and your, and your significant other, because Mm -hmm without them, why are you doing this? Why are you killing yourself, you know, 14 hours a day? You know what I mean? Like, so you can what? So you can be by yourself with a whole stack of money, you know, in the hearse, you know, that they say, I forget the one motivation speakers. I've never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse. (laughs) So what's the sense of having all that money if you're not going to share it with the people you love? So, you know, again, it's just, you know, it's, it's my little soapbox because I, I, I did fall victim to it, but then one of my old girlfriends was like, you need it. And then my coach said it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like I have to start scheduling everything that's important in my life. Make sure that I'm scheduling it. And it's hard for me because I'm not a scheduler. I'm really not. I promise you that that's not easy, but I, I do it. You know, I keep working on it every day to make it better. So that I'm making sure that I schedule, you know, wife time mm-hmm. now and, and friends time and, and mm-hmm. she needs friends time, you know, like everybody needs friends time. You can't just 
yeah. absorb all the free time. So right, right. No, and and, and, and that's and good pronto time. And yeah, pronto and pronto time. time. I love this. I could sit yeah. fifty four minutes. I was like, I, I was like, oh god, there's no way we're stopping at this. Well, time. I want to know how long are your, <laughs> how long are your podcasts? Go over um, now. We try, we try to stay to 30, 30 minutes, but it's just two of us and we normally script it. And then what we'll do is we'll stop it and, and, and then do Take another. Care. So, yeah. So we don't always, we don't always do them live. We, we normally record them and then, we'll, mm-hmm. and then what we'll do is we'll stop on that topic and then start another. If we're really hot on, on, right, really hot topics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll just, I'll stop it and I'll start it. I'm like, Oh, I can get two for one now. So yeah. But yeah. Uh, but, sure. Um, I have a question for you. Sure. No, absolutely, man. Um, What's your number one uh, motivational speaker? Like, who do you really appreciate and want to follow? I, I'm going to tell you, and I, who really, 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 there's two guys that really, really get get me. One is Wes, and and Wes is an old preacher who had went through some really hard times, um, and he's got a lot of great little one liners that like get you to think. And, um, and the other is, uh, David Goggins. Like if you are really feeling sorry about yourself, just throw that on for 20 minutes. And I promise you, you're ready to jump off the, off the building after the 20, because he just, I mean, another, here's another person, same thing. He was 150 pounds overweight before he joined the Navy. And then it took him three times to go through SEAL training. Like just another one, like his perseverance, like he's, he's one of those things like, and he's, so just so you know, uh, um, because I'm third generation Navy, they asked me to be very, very, very careful. But um, if you are going to listen to David Goggins, this is definitely, <laughs> definitely, this is what happens when that happens. Because I don't think he can go into, I don't think he says three words and then it's not, and he's not cussing. But I did a really good job today. <laughs> listen, we're not but, done yet. We got three minutes, Sherm, all right? Three minutes. But, okay, but my point is like, it's just like, and uh, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Here's the best thing to do. There's a lot of great guys like um, uh, uh, McGonaghy. Um, he has a um, 13, he did um, Texas's um, commencement speech and it's about an hour and a half long. And he goes into the 13 things um, of why. And he's like, I don't know why 13 gets such a bad number. I think it's a great number. You know, like there's all kinds of people. If you go on YouTube and you just, um, it's called motivational something. It'll come right up as soon as you type in motivational. There's a category where they just, they have so many people. They have Arnold Schwarzenegger. They have um, the Mamba. They have, I mean, there's tons of people that, and I tell all my, all my staff, all my, you know, my, my, uh, all my managers, you know, past and present. I'm like, look, just get on there and find something you click with. I'm not telling you what, what I like, you're going to like, but here's where you start. Just go on there. And then when you do that, they're going to give you a thousand recommendations on the side to hear something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you just click through until something resonates. I have probably 33 that I've saved in my in my box that I'll, and I know exactly what ones I need to listen to. Like yeah. when I'm feeling down or whatever, Goggins is the first one. I'm just like, Whoop. you know, when I'm feeling sorry for myself that, you know, it's, I have such, you know, everything's going the wrong way today. Oh, poor me. And, poor yeah, oh, poor Sherm. <laughs> and, you know, like, but we all go through it. I'm a human. I'm a human like everybody else is. Right, but- and you get those emotions, right. you know, maybe my, my eating wasn't a good, or maybe I stopped working out. Like I know I'm supposed to be doing every day, you know, like, and I just like, Whoop. You know, or maybe it's just like how like I'm I'm talking to everyone, but no one's really listening to me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll put on OS and I'm like, 
because he he's he's kind of um preacher-ish when he talks the way he talks but mm -hmm. he says a lot of good one-liners or he has good experience where he's doing things very similar to what i was doing or i am doing and and it's like oh that's gonna work and i'll stop walking or whatever it is and i'll and i'll get on my phone and i'll type okay this is what how we're gonna say it and boom you know like you just have to find something that clicks with you well like, you know and i, I and can't I'm, give you an answer well listen I, mean? I thought that was a pretty good answer but now you know to the final question, which may be the same answer. So we always ask our guests at the Ooh. end of our interview this traditional question, which could be the same answer, but or you can name someone different. If you could chat with anyone from the past or present on a podcast, who would it be and why? So I feel like it could be the same or it could be somebody different. I, it's going to be different because, you know, when you sent me that question, you know, to, like, let me know what I – that's not easy. You know, like it, it's, it's very difficult, but it's easy. I want to say like, we overthink things. And really the answer is my grandfather. Mm -hmm. um, he was hugely instrumental in, in me wanting and staying and doing uh small business. And he started a construction company when he first came to America and he changed his last name to Porter because, you know, it was the Italians in construction, not Polish kids and blah, blah, blah. But he always would tell me the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Even if I didn't ask him the right question, he answered it the right way. You know, like he knew what I was going at and he always had the right thing. And I think about when I make a lot of decisions, I always think about like, what would he say or what would he do? You know, like in those things, like what, if I were to ask him a question right now, what would his answer be? And, you know, and it always came back to like, what's right for you in a community? Like that's really his answers. Like, so if you do this, how does it impact you, your family and your community? And, you know, that's really a good answer. And it would, I would love, I would love to see him on a video screen. Yeah. I mean, he passed away years ago before all this was happening. He would just like, if I could bring him back right this second and he yes. knew nothing about this, he would be looking around like, what's this thing up here? Uh, <laughs> and, like, and it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, so. a good, that's a good one. I love that yeah, answer. So. I love that answer because he also has been someone that you always refer back to. I mean, the easy answer is like Arnold Schwarzenegger or nah. somebody like that. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. I started with him when I was 10 working out. My dad handed me this thing and said, this is how you're going to play baseball. Here you go. Start doing workouts. <laughs> and then he came, you know, from a bodybuilder to like how he is today. Like he's, right, he's come a long right. way too, but, uh, yeah, uh, but authentically, it's my grandfather. Really, you know, but you're, you're making that. your grandfather proud. Like, yes. I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, you are. He sure. made all of us proud. You know what I mean? Like, he was—he was a great dude. He was a great dude, and and I'm glad. And my uncle, who passed away not long ago, used to call me once a month and just tell me how good I was doing. And I, Noah. I just would, uh, you know, like I hear that. Like my aunt Judy, you know, Aunt Judy, she comes into the into the restaurant with us, but uh. She was like, yeah, he, he would be so proud of you right now. And it's just, it's, it's nice. It's nice to know that, you know, mm -hmm. you're doing the right, you know, it's so hard. You do so much and you never know if all your decisions are actually good ones. You right. know what I mean? That know that when you see other people and say, Hey, like when you read the line, it keeps going underneath here that this is who Sherm is. You're like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, I guess I did make some pretty good decisions in my life, yeah. you know? Right. And, and here's the thing you, you always are learning. Yeah. And that's something that you continue to teach others that you meet and that seek you out, you know, for advice. And yeah. you're always, you are always learning and you're passing your knowledge and advice to others. And, and we appreciate what you're doing in our community. 
Absolutely. I see I see a future uh, in politics, probably. <laughs> um, and just to touch on that, I do see that you would make an incredible, an incredible community leader because you're well-rounded, but you're willing to continue to learn. And I think that's what makes you special, Sherm, is that you're open to learning. Yes, yeah. you say, oh, I might be stubborn. No, I think you have the ability to continue to be open-minded and continue to learn while you're giving your knowledge and advice to others and sharing your experiences with others to help them learn and grow. And I think that's what makes you special. So thank you for continuing to be an example in our community and relatable. And that's the best way to describe Sharp. He's relatable. And and Mm -hmm. he doesn't curse. <laughs> well, no, hold on now. Hold on now. Let's not go too far with that. We're going to get some of the YouTube comments up here right now. <laughs> oh, I know he does. Go check out Destination Success Podcast if you want to hear more about Sherm. Obviously, if you want to hear him really get to the nitty gritty, check out his podcast. But more importantly, check out his book. Go to Amazon and purchase his book. Support small businesses. Support support Sherm's catering. Follow Sherm. It's at m.sherm underscore porter on Instagram or Sherm's catering. Check out Sherm's catering. It's one of my favorite businesses to support. I send everybody to Sherm's catering because he accommodates everyone. I mean, he, he just provided desserts for a friend of mine who just got married yesterday. The desserts were delicious, by the way, the blueberry cheesecake, little cup of dessert. Oh my God. It was delicious. They had blueberry cheesecake, strawberry, um, strawberry shortcake, and then like a little tiny cup. You just put, you know, a couple of spoonfuls. You just want a little dessert just to kind of complete the meal. Phenomenal. But he offers a a recognition from you because you, she did, she did Kim's (laughs) Um, makeup for, yeah. for our wedding, which was New Year's Eve. So, yes. Yeah, so, well, of course, I'm always, you know, suggesting yeah. Yeah, people to absolutely. check you out because I feel that you can accommodate everyone and any any we type try. of event or party. You may want some finger foods or you want something elaborate. And that's what I love about Sherm's catering. The food is top notch. I get my meal, my meal preps are from Sherm. Really? So I yeah. get meal prep, meal prep. So I, I have a very strict diet. So Sherm helps me out with that. I don't, I, I don't know how she does it. Honestly, <laughs> I know what, I know what we, we put in that box for her. I don't know. She's, she's a strong woman that that's all she eats. I'm going to tell you right now. I eat. Don't get me wrong. Well, I she eat. does eat, but I'll, Look I, at I know. Food. I know. And, and, I'm just very her, her, her will and determination is why she looks as good as she does. Because I look at it and go, wow. And, and I'm very disappointed. It comes back to small businesses. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Will and determination, right? Exactly. Yeah. Sherm, thank you so much for oh, thank you guys for having me on. Providing us your knowledge, your advice, and, you know, sharing with all of our viewers and listeners, you know, I'm sure they're, you know, they've learned something today, but if, the, if anything, they've gained another resource, you yeah. know, as, yeah, such reach as out. To, uh, I'm here to, I'm here to help everybody reach out, you know, like I'll do what I can. I, I pass people along, you know, I have people ask me certain questions about, you know, Vincenzo and I, and I just had a conversation the other day about some resources, you know, it's just about helping other people make sure you know, that you're doing it as best as you possibly can, you know, like that's all it's about, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, simple little things. We appreciate you. Sherm, you you stay well and I'm sure I'll see you soon. Yes. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. We'll be there. You know, we're always there at least once or twice a month hanging out, having dinner. So yes, we'll see you at the restaurant. Sherm, you have a great day. Thank you you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Is, wasn't he yeah, great? Yeah. He's, wasn't he phenomenal? He's a really likable guy. Right. Relatable. Yeah. Like, yeah relatable. Yeah, and that's what I love yeah. most about him. He's authentic. 
He's relatable. He's honest. Right. I mean, just and so generous. I mean, there has been so many occasions throughout the years that I reached out to Sherm, whether it was, you know, even a, just obviously advice. But, hey, Sherm, I need help. He's like, what do you need? He shows up. What? He's like, what do you need? I'm there to help you. Like what? physically, he's showing up. Like, what? what can I do to help you? Like, I I remember, you know, I needed help in my kitchen at the bistro. And Sher the first Sherm was the first and only person that said, I'm here. He showed up ready with the chef coat to get in that kitchen to help. Wow. That's his character. He's not afraid to roll up his sleeves and help anyone that asks. And that's that. I mean, I call that. A, I think you call that a, the heart of a servant. You know, and that's that's a that's a beautiful thing. So, Sharm, thank you for you know what you do in our community. Yep. We need more people like you out there. That's for sure. Uh, well, listen, Randy, we went over time. Yeah, I think we have to increase the time because you know, when we have <laughs> we went over time, but it's guests, good, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah like, like it goes right. Time goes flies on. when yeah. you're having fun, and, yeah. and we we truly enjoy everyone that yeah. tuned in and stayed with us over the hour. Um, but we're always learning, and that's the best part about what we do here at Pronto is that we provide you with knowledge, resources, connections. But you know, it's that advice and the learning aspect and element that we are able to connect with so many influential people and leaders throughout our community. And, you know, we, we, we feel lucky, right? Yeah, we feel yeah, lucky. Yeah. So, well, anyway, thank you for tuning in and thank, thank you, you for joining us. Stay tuned for our next episode. If you have not yet, you can check us out on Instagram. We have our personal accounts yeah. at Chenza, C-E-N-Z-A, and at Randy J. Curry on Instagram. But we have our Pronto podcast Instagram page now that is up. So yeah. definitely go follow. Stay tuned for our next episode and we will see you soon. And when website to come. That's right. Stay tuned for the website. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Pronto, Randy. Pronto, Vincenzo.